When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, happy Thursday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia, and we've got, what, two more shows till the weekend, and they are going to be two good ones at that. And we've got some tickets to uh, give away today as yes, well. Yes, we do, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we got to give a shout-out to all of uh, our fun people. We had dinner in the director's suite at the Chanhassen last night uh, oh. with a bunch of people that... You know, we're generous and bid on the kids for bids for kids. Yes. To see the prom. And that show is so good. It is so good. And I wish more people would go and see it. You know what? It's, um, I was at Tria this morning looking mm. at my lovely joints. Uh, and, um, okay, Angela, okay, Grandma Moses. I know I am Grandma <laughs> Moses right now. I wish it would warm up. Um, Angela, who is my, um, nurse, um, I started talking to her about it and, and she's like, yes, I'm looking for something to do with my mom for Mother's Day. Yeah. And I don't know where the tickets are. And I said, you know what? It, it is, it is so great. I don't, you know, people, you will just love it and enjoy it and smile and be happy. And in our group last night, we had, so many mother daughters. Yes, we had the Lori and Julia friends who one sister married the other sister's brother, and um, they were funny. And then we had couples there. Our couple and, from the limo from yes. our movie night, and just yeah, people another couple we've, people we've seen before. Yes, that at the fair and, and some stuff. new people I yeah, got too. Yeah, yeah. It was Grant. We had so much fun, Good. and uh, I the taught these two uh, twins. Twin, well, well, of course, there's always two twins. Sam That's, and Caitlin. Yeah, Sam and Caitlin, the identical. Uh, twins and they came with their mom and their mom's I don't know if it was a friend or auntie but I yeah. recognized her from the blues fest yes anyway I said that I got a line for you girls if they ever tell you that you look familiar you uh, know what it is Grant yeah you know where she's going well, we do and I'm trying of, to I'm trying to tell a her a lot of porn but that's such a good one for <laughs> people who look alike that would be a lot that'd be fun yeah, they yeah, were yeah. spunky those Girls. Yeah, that, that was fun. But the show is so good. And uh-huh. I don't know if, um, you know, because the story is like it starts off on this Broadway show and these four long, long living Broadway stars. And they might be, you know, a little bit past their prime. Maybe they became famous 30 years ago and they star in a show. And it closes the very first night. Struggling with narcissism. Yeah, yeah, terrible (laughs) reviews. And Todd Peterson is so over the top and funny. Oh, my gosh. All four of them. Yes, they're so fun. Quote, unquote, over the hill. And then they're like, we need a cause 
to get people to realize we're somebody. And then they read about this girl in Indiana who's asked this other girl to go to the prom. And the school board just says, we're not going to have a prom. Right. And so it goes back and forth between the Broadway and then they get there and then the the students. And it really kind of pokes fun at all the pearl clutching that comes from anything around this issue. And at the end of it all. On both sides. On both sides. At the end of it all, it really does just come down to that love is love. And who you are is who you are. It's really sweet. But like Emma, the uh, the gal, gal. the high schooler, Mm -hmm. she has an incredible, incredible voice. When I saw it, because it was the second time, I thought, is she going to be like the Amy Adams? She's that good. Her voice is amazing. The whole cast, because the whole it's cast. a big cast. This is a big Broadway production. And the dancing of the teenagers. Ugh. And it really, so people, it's only there till June 10th. And I just think you would just, it's such a treat. And I love their zucchini pasta. It, they have it, it, <laughs> good food. Okay, they so really being do. in the director's plate. Sweet. Sweet. Up at Chan Asin, when we were going up and down the stairs. We've been to the Chan so many times. And we're mm. broadcasting there at some point in the month of June. Yeah. And um, I'm like, who the hell did the architecture for this building? Because there are so many nicks. Nooks so and many crannies. Nooks and crannies. Mm-hmm. Off rooms that look completely different. Windows that pop out of nowhere. Stairs. Because is- they wanted to be able to have like... they knew Supper that, club. Yeah, they wanted it to have like that they would be able to... They'd be able to have... Meetings, weddings, weddings, breakfast things, concerts, plays. Yeah, it really is something else. And the service is so great. It was was so much fun. So anyway. Then I get get home uh, last night and I had just, you know, last week when I went to Vegas, you know, I said to Casey, I said, I wonder when the porch is going to get done. He goes, well. I'm not going to look at you because you've you've quit helping me. And I said, this means putting (laughs) this means taking taking everything. We use a three season porch and we just store like all our pads. It's just a junk thing in the winter. But it is a bastion of loveliness, spring, summer and fall. And I am so bad. I have proven myself so bad in the cleaning out of the three season porch that I want to say several years ago, Casey banned me from doing it. He used to trust me to go in there with the hose and spray everything down, which I hated it. I hate. I can't even imagine that you even tried. Oh yeah, (laughs) I know you. It's terrible. I put on my rubber boots. Oh yeah. I put on my water. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I put on my. I put on my shower cap. Oh sure. Yeah. I made it be such a production. That's why. Okay. You're making me work, Casey. I put on a poncho, and he's like, "All right, get out of here." Anyway. The magical elf was at it yesterday, of and my, the porch is clean, painted. Mm. That's sweet. All That's so nice. Everything all set up. It, and, nice. uh, it was our one nice day that you could paint. I mean, it really. Yeah. The weather's been so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I was just like, and I got to sit out there this morning with a cup of coffee and listen to the bird song, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's. Good weather when everyone officially opens their three seasons. Yes, you do. It's so nice. <laughs> Sit outside. And you know? said Gertens was packed. Oh, Gertens was packed yesterday. But they are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard my, Costco plants are hot. My parents went to Otten Brothers yesterday, yes. and they were like, "Oh, we can't." And I'm just Gertens Otten Brothers. Yeah, you know, that's funny. Well, and we're on. You know, we're maybe like a week off. 
because normally Mother's Day would have already happened this weekend. Yes. Last weekend. Yes. Yeah. Usually that's kind of our marker. So, you know, I think I think the flower place is going to be real, real busy this weekend. I think so, too. Plus, you got the breast cancer walk on Sunday for Mother's Day. Yes. And, you know, just the it's just going to be people are going to be out and about. And just I, happy to be out and about. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. But again, shout out to the Chan. That was a fun night. Super fun. And thank you uh, for the people who, who came with us. It was this and, you know, because they so paid fun. more than we needed to. For charity for Ronald McDonald House. That's it was right. super fun. All right, listen, when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. Okay, gang, Furniture Manor is where we absolutely love getting furniture. And, you know, um, if you're looking through trend magazines and things like that, there's um, a lot of velvet in yes. things. And then there's a lot of different textures and mixing of mixed materials, you know, silvers and golds and everything. It's kind of like it's open market time and a time to express yourself. Or you can go just beige and neutral. Yeah, They've got it all. But I really appreciate Dana and the team of designers that can help you. Everyone who works in this on the floor has a, has a design background, so they can really help you put things together that are unexpected, that you wouldn't think of, that are just delightful. Yes, and you can buy it and buy it right off the showroom floor. That's a great thing. Or if you need to have it be just right, you want to have different pedestals for the legs and different sofa, you can do totally customizable because they have so many lines for that. Furniture Manor open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5. Stop on out. Okay, so yesterday, Julia, you brought up Eurovision because the finals, right, are happening this This weekend in Liverpool. So on CBS this morning, they have this report about the world's biggest music competition, Eurovision. And our friend, Danny, Mr. Manuary, Mr. Saloon Saloon bartender, Uh he, on the regular goes yes, to the Eurovision and he has told us for several years it is the wildest thing you're ever going to see. So CBS did a deep dive okay. into the world's biggest music condition uh, competition. It's kind of a long story, but there are things in here. I know my job was sort of dropping when I was listening. Okay. Grant learned some things. Okay. So here it is from CBS. And artists from 37 countries have qualified to do battle in this week's finals in Liverpool, England. And Rami Innocenzo has more now on the event that celebrates pop music and pop culture. Eurovision, the world's biggest song competition, has been a touchstone through televised time that most Americans have still never heard of. To Americans who have never heard of Eurovision, how do you describe it? I used to say it's like American Idol meets the Olympics, but better. Now I feel like I'd have to say it is the Olympics of song for Europe. Alicia Michelle is a Eurovision YouTuber in Washington, D.C. I mean, the scale is just so grand. The fact that you might not be watching it is crazy. Over 67 years and 1,500 songs drawing 180 million viewers worldwide. And last year, Ukraine's entry, Kalush Orchestra, won with a landslide popular vote following Russia's invasion. This year, they're represented by producer Andriy Hutsuliak and Nigerian-born frontman Jeffrey Kenny, who formed the pop duo Tvorchi. We met them in Kyiv. Of us, important to represent our country the best possible way, and we hope our song can inspire people all around the planet to be stronger. Uh, and no matter how bad it is, just hold a good attitude and move forward with a smile. 
Their song, Heart of Steel, is a message of defiance inspired by Ukrainian soldiers who fought to defend the besieged city of Mariupol. This year's contest will be hosted in Liverpool, England, on Ukraine's behalf. 37 countries hope to follow the footsteps of past winners who shot to fame, like Celine Dion, who won in 1988 for Switzerland, even interval acts like Ireland's then-unknown Riverdance in 1994. But I think this year, uh, a lot of people are coming, you know, with, uh, with the heat, so they knew we won last year, and I'm sure they didn't want us to win this year, <laughs> so uh, it's going to be definitely hard. Victory could propel this year's winner to stardom. So they'll sing any song and do any dance to win. Because normally this would be in the Ukraine because they were the winning song last got, year. Got it. But they, they, the winning country hosts the competition. Got it. Because it's like a big. That. Yeah. So it's on right now on Peacock. Mm-hmm. And then the finals, the grand finals are finale is this Saturday at three o'clock on Peacock. Okay. So we'll it, be able to watch it on it, demand. Yeah, you yeah, could, yeah. You could watch it on demand yeah. on Peacock. But okay. it, it always, I'm wondering, so people just go in with their song and then they compete against another song and A or B goes forward? Well, and I don't know if the other groups vote for each other. Right. You know, I think that's kind of but part that of it. Bigger, more people watch 180 this. 180 million that's... people, more than the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's... 37 countries. Wow. And I, I guess I didn't really realize that ABBA was a Eurovision ABBA, winner. ABBA, Katrina and the Waves, Bonnie Tyler, Maniskin, which we just heard, mm-hmm. um, Olivia Newton-John. But uh, Celine Dion competing for Switzerland? How'd that happen? Well, there you go. <laughs> she must have a little uh, background in there. Maybe something, but yeah. anyway. It, That's, it, it always struck me as when Danny would tell, tell us that he's going, I'm like, why? Why? And what he, is that? Cool. He just, it's the, because it's such a variety of music and styles and stuff, but it really is like the best of the best just keeps rising up. It's cool. Kind of a wow. thing. So, um, but yeah, Liverpool or Charles Coronation last week, I would have picked Liverpool this week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There are tickets still left if anyone wants to yeah. fly out. You know what I was too thinking about? Um, <laughs> um, Howard Stern said something that made me think, and I want to share this with you. His theory on why it all just seems so, meh, you know, Charles's coronation. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. we, the the queen has been there so long. Long live the queen. It was the one place where, you know, she was in charge. Yeah. Living history, blah, blah, blah. Um, everything else. And he said, we we know too much about this. This uh, Charles know guy, he was, he was jealous of his own wife. And, you know, he's li- listening. He was forced things. to marry someone that he wasn't in love with. He wasn't forced to marry anybody, Julia. He was told you will need to pick a wife and settle down. We expect you to have. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Children. He wasn't forced to marry Diana. So, um, hey, maybe she was hand-selected by one of his mistresses, who's now... <laughs> Queen side chick. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Howard said maybe it wouldn't have all looked so stupid if it had been in black and white like it was in 1953. Yeah. He says somehow it looks more serious, more regal. He said they look like cartoon characters in color with all this. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny. Uh, and I because- thought, does he. Is it is there something to that theory? Well, here's the one outfit that got me that I thought looked cartoony was the um the the red capes with the kind of like the fur with the black spots in it. Yeah, that yeah, looks the like ermine, a Dalmatian. What's it, is that what it's called? Yes, that looks so Disney to me. Yes, that did look <laughs> yeah. Disney to me. That part, but yeah, interesting comment. It would be all better in black and white. Yeah, Funny. he said maybe it would have all looked more regal, more stately, but he said it just. Seemed so cartoony, and he said, and "Then I don't know, maybe black and white would have been the way to." That's funny. That. That's funny. Good, perfect. Yeah, good. Yeah. Point. So I, I don't think that would have helped at all. But what, especially you know, with the cheesy American Idol thing, Singing you know, a song about a Philadelphia movie character, "Eye of the Tiger." Oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, Julia and I met that lead singer we, at the I, Humphrey Terminal. And he sang to us. He sang, he did. And I still have his email. Really? Oh, and yeah. Jim. That's Jim. cool. Yeah, I'm what like, a Julia, there's running. a rocker. Look and at it, his bejeweled jeans. And I asked her if he'd sing it. It was like 7 in the morning. <laughs> totally, and he did it. He did. What a random run-in. Oh, that was great. Was right cool. in the little Hudson bookstore at Terminal 2. I'm telling you, if you go out, you're going to have you're gonna have run-ins. Right. Seriously. Leave your home, people. Hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for the Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. And now we've been lucky to see the prom twice. But yes. one of the things that I was struck at being at the Chan Hassan last night is that uh, their shows are, they feel in every way like you're on Broadway because of the number of people, the orchestra, you've got so many great costumes, the sets, the, sets, the, the music, choreography, the acting, the acting, and the this singing. show, The Prom, is fantastic. And it's only here for another month, you guys. It yep. ends June 10th. So if you've been thinking about it, now you've got to think about it and pick out the date. And I really think this would just be such a fun thing. Mother, daughter, sisters, cousins, and A family a thing. Fa- yeah. It's such a great play. It's and so we. good. You have Permagrin watching it because you it's really so do. kitschy and can't be apart. It's just great. Anyway, com for all your information on the tickets. Mother's Day is Sunday. And entertaining you always, Chan Hassan. We have Chan polling from the suburbs. Uh, you just were listening to him sing, and now we have him joining us. Hello, Chandler. Hi, Chan. Did he call? Radio. Oh, you I made it. it. <laughs> Turn the radio on. You made it. <laughs> I- 
I know. I, I, <laughs> I'm such a big time rock star that I can't even barely make an interview anymore. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I missed last time, but here oh, I am. Here you, here are. you are. Here you are. And we know people that have gone to see the defeat of Jesse James. We read Rowan Preston's uh, review and, and people are loving the show at the history theater, but we have to know how this show came about because you wrote the lyrics. Jeffrey Hatcher wrote the book. You guys did a very successful show, Glenn Sheen, and now you have the defeat of Jesse James. How'd this happen? Well, we love writing musicals. We, we, we have another one that's ready to go that we're out there in the world pitching around right now. And uh, um, we the, the History Theater commissioned us to do it um commission means they call you up and go hey do you want to do a musical based on jesse james and, mm-hmm. and you say yes or no and believe it or not the first thing out of my mouth was no <laughs> right like who <laughs> you know i just said i, I don't know if I want to do another show about some you know a bad person but, yeah um, we've done you know, we'd done Marjorie Congdon and the murders up at Glensheen, and, um, and I think we pulled that off. And so I thought about it a little bit, but my first reaction was, I, I, I don't know how, where, where to even start, but I think if you go see the show, you'll find that we found our way through. It's pr- pretty amusing. So, so what was, I mean, I was reading in some of the things that there were some letters, or how did you even start your research to even... Oh, put this oh my together. God. You know, I know it's funny. Some people, you know, who Jesse James is right. Yes. Yes. I know yeah. like mostly from tombstone, right. and, you know, movies, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's one of the iconic outlaw American outlaws. Well, it turns out that, <clears throat> you know, like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance kid yeah. and all those guys. Um, well, it turns out that he's got quite a rich story. Um, and, and, and there's a great angle to the story in that he was represented by a media um, tycoon, kind of like like the Colonel and Elvis. Ah. Um, so once we realized that the person who really made Jesse James uh, mythology, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, there were Jesse James dime novels and Jesse James, you know, uh, newspaper articles and comic books and. And of course, movies and but even in his time in the late 19th century, early 20th century, there was, um, you know, he was a, he was a pop star. Yeah, that's um, that's wild. Yeah, to me. you know. Yeah, so we thought, why don't we take that and run with it? And so, um, so this is Jesse James. The show when you go see it is Jesse James' farewell concert. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it, and we yeah, know and that way. I get that way. I get to write my rock and roll stuff, yes. like I do with the suburbs, yes. and um, I got to write my musical theater stuff, like I do with other shows. And um, it's really a mixed bag of fun stuff, you know. We got a rock band up there, plus you know waltzes and music hall vaudeville numbers and all sorts of stuff. Uh, it, I mean, I, I really, we can't wait to see it. And we know some of the people in your 
in your show, oh, Jen yes. uh, Burley Benz and Sasha. Sasha. Um, I mean, you've got some really talented people in this, uh, the defeat of Jesse James. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and the, our arranger is Bob Elhai, who does, you know, did the arrangements for The Lion King and does all the Fast and Furious movie score arrangements. And he's a big, you know, New York and an L.A. guy. And uh, Jeff Hatcher, of course, is celebrated playwright. The actors are all stars, Dane and mm-hmm. and Adam Qualls. Um, you know, stars as Jesse James. So they're, I'm very, very lucky. And Joel Sass did the set design. He, he runs the uh, Open Eye Theater. And uh, yeah, also, Yellow Tree Theater, uh, um, Austin Van did the choreography and it was directed by the new artistic director at History Theater. That's so cool. Richard Thompson, Rick Thompson. So heavy hitters, oh, yeah. Yeah. and we've read the reviews. People like it. My friend just went to the 10 a.m. this morning. This morning, and said it's it's great. Um, awesome. And so, do you? So you've got two more weeks left. Are there very many tickets left, Chan? You know there there are there. You know I want to get the word out. I think people just got to get snap up those last tickets. Yeah. There's um yeah. Do not be shy. Go to the history theater dot com or whatever the call the theater the box office and um there's some seats seats uh, left for this this weekend for sure on friday and saturday the matinees are you are seem to be sold out because yeah. um you know people love the matinees and the school <laughs> groups come and all that stuff but right um, but, you know, I think it's a great night out, too, because you, you go out and have some drinks and dinner, and and it's a wild show. It's it's not a, it, you know, Jeff and I try to write Broadway-quality musicals. So, yeah, get out there. And, and I it's think rock get... and honky-tonk yeah. and classic show tune it's... and musical numbers. I mean, these are all our things that we like. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, yeah. the history theater, there's not a bad seat in the house. That's true. That's a beautiful place to see a play or musical. I think so. Yeah, yeah. the balconies are, are, are lovely, and that's what's left right now. Um, you know, a lot of balcony seats are left. So get up there and bring your friends and see it. Um, Jan, you got to, you know, we worked with Jeffrey Hatcher, um, like, it was in 2020 when COVID. we had to cancel our project down in Dirty, and we did a radio broadcast of War of the Worlds, and he he was the one who directed words, us. Yeah, yes. got it down to a you know manageable thing. But I, um, he was just we were in awe that we were working with him on this thing, and so embarrassed about our terrible acting. He recognized that and gave us small parts. He did. He did. <laughs> right away. He's smart. Right, he's he's smart very guy. smart. And he recognized that we have the least amount of talent on the staff. Right. And so he gave the big parts to everybody else. Yeah. And Take I think act. at one point we played a tambourine. <laughs> right. <laughs> we really knew where we stood. So just <laughs> tell him Lori and Julia say hi. I will. Okay. I will. Awesome. Well, good luck. Guys- I- Go ahead. 
What are you guys up to? Have you seen any good shows or anything? Well, otherwise, besides my fabulous stuff. Well, I was I was at First Avenue on April twenty first, and that was an awesome show as always. The suburbs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was fun. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. guys were just in. You know, you always just seem like you're having so much fun, and it just totally shows. And I wish you played more than once a year at First Avenue. Well, that's why we have so much fun because it's really special, you know. We yeah, don't. I guess. We're, we're not on the road anymore, touring around. So when when we show up, we're there to have a good time. So that is can, such a great are way we gonna, to position. Yeah, that. are we going to see you this summer at all? Yeah, the suburbs will be at Lumberjack headlining Lumberjack Days in Stillwater. What? On, on July fifteenth. <gasps> all right, that scoops can. That's good. That means they've got some money and Lumberjack Days are back. Yeah. This is a bit scoop. They're paying us, and apparently it's a free show. So, Yeah, they, they haven't had it for a couple years or something. It's been way dialed back, so I love that they got you guys uh, for Lumber. That's excellent news. That's your breaking yeah. news. All right. I'll tell you. I may not make every interview, but the ones I do, I make them worthwhile. Yeah, you totally do. <laughs> I know. What's oh next? Gosh. Are you painting, Jan? Are you are you sculpting? Are we going to get invited to an art show? What will be next for you? Honestly, you're so well, creative. Oh, thanks. Well, um, we got a new book coming out with Lucy Michelle in uh, 2024. <clears throat> um, it's, it's almost it's. She's just finishing up the artwork on that. So, yes, I am doing all sorts of weird stuff. Oh, God, I love it. I love it. Well, I'm, I'm, we, we can't, we're, we're going to come and see the defeat of Jesse James at the History Theater for tickets. Just go to historytheater.org. I think that's what it is. Something like, you know, we should, I should know that. Right? I should, well, I should know that, Chan. What are you talking about? We have it somewhere. It's either .com or .org. Yeah. It's uh, it's historytheater.com. Dot com. Okay, yep. thank you. Yes, yes. And it's just here until the end of uh end, end of the month. So um Chan, thank yeah. you for being uh with us today and sharing with us. You're gonna be headlighting Lumberjack Days. That is great news. And we'll just yeah. talk to you whenever you wanna call and be on our show. If you and awesome, you guys. Okay. Thank you, Chan. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. We yeah, will. Bye. You too. Again, the show, The Defeat of Jesse yes, James. Yes. Um, and again, my friend just saw it this morning and said it was really great. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, that's super fun. All right. When we come back, we are going to be talking about um, a chef surprise. All right, everybody. You know how much we love going to the airport and traveling. We have the best airport in the country. And we always say get to the airport early and enjoy yourself before you go. And the newest thing that's happening at the airport, on top of every other thing that's new, is you can pre-book your parking up to 12 hours before you leave on your flight. There's different lots that you can do it. And basically, you get $2 off a day if you pre-book it. They make it simple. They give you a QR code. You show it at the entrance. 
and at the special extra exit. You know, he used this this yes. past weekend. He a had no problem booking it, and then he was nervous about using the QR. So easy. So easy. And the quick ride lot is the cheapest of the lots, That's and it's right off five and um, post well, post road. road. But it's for people if you have luggage, extra luggage, handicapped people, older people, babies, strollers, a lot of loot. It's They've got a door to door. Door to door. You're gonna love it. MSPAirport.com for more information. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Always so delightful to talk to Chandler, as I like to call Chan Poling. I he's, love that name. He's such a great guy. It is a great he's such a great guy. And he always sends us a note, hey pals. Hey pals. <laughs> but we just learned that they are going to be at the Lumberjack Days, but I think I'm on the wrong year, Lori. Yeah, I don't think they've uh, announced this yet. The the free music yep. lineup. I think Chan gave us a scoop. A little breaking news there. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know, I have been going to suburb shows since college. Saw them play really, up at Grandma's. Yes. They had an album I was crazy about called Credit in Heaven, a double LP that was played at every party along with, you know, Prince, Yes, that the 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 controversy album and um and and the flame and O's. I mean, they were there's so much played with along with whoever was yes. big nationally yes. at the time because they had all those horns and the music was so damn good. Mm-hmm. Dance, dance, dance. <sighs> all right, so that was fun. Okay, Beyonce. Speaking of dance, yes. dance, dance. So Grant posted um, just a. Just a highlight of some of what she wore at Stockholm. Because remember, this is a three-hour concert. Uh, Beyonce kicked off the Renaissance tour yesterday. We had breaking music news then because Chad from Flip Phone Marketing called us at one in the morning having just left the Stockholm arena where Beyonce played. And so today I saw this headline, Beyonce upset fans as injured stars unable to dance on tours. Oh, that is BS. I know. So I sent it to Chad and I said, did you notice this? And he said, we saw she had taper in her ankle, but no, not at all. Yeah. And thought, you know, just because she's a little older, she might not want to dance as much, but there's all dancing happening around her too. You can get injured getting in shape for your going out on tour because yes. Beyonce doesn't do anything half-assed. Yes. This is a three-hour right. show. She is the opening act, the main act, and the encore. Okay, this is... this. Is, anyway, there was a very... I, I think what is funny, strange, weird, take your pick of adjective, about some of, like, the lazy tabloid headlines that are out there is that they go to TikTok, Insta, or Twitter, find a few people who say the same thing, make a story out of it for clicks. Well, let me just be honest with you. Yeah. So I am on, I'm in, um, I'm reading Daddy Diaries, um, Andy Cohen's new book that came out yesterday. Yeah. And um, he does a diary January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd. And one of the themes in this, I mean, I'm exhausted by his life, Lori. There's yeah. no way we could ever do it. Yeah. Um, is it starts out after he blasts Mayor de Blasio at, at CNN's New Year's Eve thing. And he's kind of drunk with Anderson Cooper. Okay. And then all the headlines that came out from, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he was mean to Ryan Seacrest, but he wasn't. And yeah. he apologized. And then 
But anyway, he basically what I'm getting from this is one story got picked up. Radar Online did a fake story yes. about him, and it ha- it gets picked up by everybody, but it's a completely fake story. Yeah, that's where you have to be, like, if it's from Radar, the Daily Mail, the Sun. You have to source blast, it a little, yes. Um, you know, yeah, you have to kind of, like, wait up. But anyway, that's what they are, that's what they're doing, and yes. that's kind of... But the beehive will come after. And so people are very careful about how they do their clickbait stories on Beyonce. You know, um, they're not. Taylor Swift, too, because the fans will just go after after that. But they're not afraid to do clickbait stories about probably anybody else. Yeah. You know, you're, you're because regular, those two groups have those, such a following. Probably right. BTS is in there, too. Uh, yes. BTS yeah. would totally. But uh Anyway, what what did I... Okay, okay, so here's a couple of things that I learned, and I'm not giving any spoilers if you're somebody who does not want to look at anything because you... I won't remember any of these costumes I see on these photos. I am not going to remember the set list. The, how, Agreed. I can read all this stuff and just be happy, happy, happy about it because my tickets are for July 20th mm-hmm. here in... St. Paul or right. Minneapolis. Right. It would be Minneapolis. Be. Um, but I do know someone who's going to Toronto in July, but she's warming up. She's one more night in Stockholm tonight. Mm-hmm. And then she hits 19 cities in Europe. Wow. She wears, uh, she's worth $7.5 million worth of diamonds yeah, for the blue, concert. She posted a photo of Blue Ivy. It absolutely cracked me up and it was captioned, Manager Ivy was there to make sure everything was running smooth. <laughs> oh, I love it. She's so cute. And then, but here's a couple of things. So I guess uh, the pre-show screen, it's bars and tone, but done up in the colors of the progress flag. And then the bathrooms. Beyonce's team is making all of the bathrooms gender neutral on the Renaissance tour. Why is this? If I have to explain it to you, I will. So here it is. Club Renaissance is a safe space because the ball scene where dance and disco y'all first originated, that was the safe place for the queer community. So there, you know, Beyonce is just going out there upholding that ideal and then, um, uh, yeah. It's good. It's, it's going to be good. You're excited. Be, Everyone's really, excited. She starts with ballads for an opening act, and then we get into the dance. Yes. It's good. Enough. I'm so excited. Enough. I know it. Yeah. Enough about that. All right. So we found out the name of Rihanna's. Oh. Cute, cute, cute baby boy. I know. It's just the strangest name, though. But you know what? Here's the thing. She's rich. He's rich. He's not going to have to fill out any job applications and spell, you know, do like, do you know what I mean? When you're like this rich, you can have kind of a a funny name, a fuzzy name. That's like Elon Musk kid with Grimes. Yeah. I mean, that was, you can do whatever you but want. But she's already changed it because yeah. she realizes you can't be a symbol. Yeah. Yeah. That she remembered someone told her about Prince and all the trouble <laughs> he had for the seven years. Uh, but his his name is exactly Riza yeah. Athelstan Mayers, which is a mashup of the Wu-Tang Clan. 
Mm-hmm. All the members in that group. Which, and that was a hip-hop group. Well, yeah. It, yeah. So Robert Fitzgerald Diggs was known as RZA. RZA. So it's a, it's a member of Wu-Tang, and that was... Was he a founding? Was he one of the first ones, RZA? One of the originals, RZA, yeah. Giza. RZA. It's RZA. All right. I it's, like RZA. And then yeah. Giza, but like, it's spelled R-Z-A. R-Z-A, yeah. but it's pronounced R-I-Z-Z-A. Okay, yeah. and okay. then Method Man... Well, whatever. This Met one Matt is Red Man was a whole part of old that. Old Dirty Bastard was You're another guy. Right. Yeah. I'm glad she didn't name her baby that. Well, no, I know. <laughs> but that's come here, old Dirty Bastard. Some yeah. of the bigger names. Athelson Mayers. I don't know if they're just picking names out of there, but uh, that's not a typo. It is RZA R Z A from Wu Tang Clan. He was the defective, uh, de facto leader of the hip hop group Wu Tang Clan. So he was the, like probably yeah. RZA is Unira and what we would consider the founding member of. And we're talking Wu-Tang. Staten Island, yes. ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah, it was founded in uh, yeah exactly just in the height of you know the bad boy. Yeah. Death Row Records, Wu Tang Clan. Do you think she's gonna name the ne- uh, her daughter Onanana? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know. I bet she, Umbrella. I bet she and Rocky have married. <laughs> oh, I'm because her little caption on she's been wearing Wu Tang Clan shirts, I guess. Okay, and on her uh, little on her Insta, she wrote, "Here comes the bride." Oh, that's cute. I mean, maybe yeah. she'll just tell us a year later. Yep. Yeah. We'll find out uh, later on the show today. We're giving away a They're a hot couple. Yeah, they are. To mm. Janet Jackson. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.